When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. You're more in pitching podcast from Pitchless.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is March 16th. And yes, oh yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Edwin Diaz, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It is just horrible news. It is not an indictment of the WBC. He was celebrating. This literally could have happened in take while he was taking a shower or getting out of bed or something like freak accident. It stinks. It's so many, there's so many degrees, especially considering all the discourse about how bad the WBC is. It, that's wrong. I love it. It's such an incredible thing for MLB, and it's just so unfortunate that something like this happened. Uh, so hopefully. You know, hopefully he recovers soon. It's not as dramatic as we think it is. Um, it's likely Adam Adovino is my guest to be the closer. Speaking of closer news, we have Mark Melanson with a shoulder issue. Uh, I I was asking Twitch chat, um, and I it's Ginkle, maybe we don't know. I uh, or maybe it, actually I'm looking now at uh, Edwin Diaz. Maybe it's the season is over for Edwin Diaz. I don't know. It's just all terrible there. Anyway. Mark Melanson, likely not the closer out of the gate. Probably Ginkle. He could run away with the job. Corbin Martin has arm pain and was removed from his game. Uh, that's pretty bad for those in Dynasty. It seems like it's a Tommy John thing. Same with Kei Cavalli. He is going to get Tommy John. Looking at yesterday's games, there aren't many. This is going to be a shorter podcast, as you already know, because you see the timestamp. But there weren't many games because about half of them were rained out um, for the Cactus League games. So we have Corey Kluber, who was named opening day starter for the Red Sox. Not Chris Sale, it's Corey Kluber. And there is a chance now that he gets a start against the Pirates. Uh, he actually should, which is very intriguing. So Corey Kluber now kind of back on my radar, especially after going four innings, one and run for its one walk in six Ks yesterday. I don't think it was the strongest of lineups, but still something to at least note that he was outside my top 100. Kind of seen him as a Toby this year, but Kluber could be... Good for at least one win in those first two games. Uh, Spencer Strider, 3.2 innings and 8 strikeouts. That's 8 out of 11 outs by way of the K. But 6 hits. 200 runs, 1 walk. Yeah, Spencer Strider, you're fine. Uh, Dame Dunning. This is maybe the most shocking line of yesterday's games. 5 innings, 0 earned runs, 1 hit, 1 walk, 6 strikeouts for Dane Dunning. But then you realize it was against the Royals without any of the guys you know, like Vinny Pascantino and... Uh, Bobby Witt, etc. No one was in that lineup. So do not treat this like a, oh my gosh, Dane Dunning. Oh man. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Jordan Lyles, 3.2 innings, one and run to its five walks, four Ks. I don't know if any of you were really in on uh, Jordan Lyles, but okay. He's Jordan Lyles that you know and feel things about. <laughs> um, Jesus Lazardo pitched in the WBC and uh, there was a report of 97 to touching 100. He didn't do that quite in this one against Israel, but he did very well. Four innings, zero in runs, four hits, one walk, five Ks. He sat 96-97. Uh, he hit 98, um, had nine out of 50 whiffs, which is an 18% swing striker overall, and we're very thrilled about that. Um, he was sub-50% breakers and change-ups, which 
is a little shocking to me. I would think that uh, after last year we saw curveball usage go up or changeup usage go up. I kind of want to see him 50% and then around 45% fastballs. But honestly, this is fine. Everything's exciting about Jesus Lazardo for me. He's in a very good place. I'm all for drafting Jesus Lazardo in drafts. Uh, and I think the uh, the injury question a lot of people have, well, you're not getting him inside of the top 20, top 25. And when you're outside of that, then you should chase the quality of inning a lot more, I think, especially in your 12-teamers. Merrill Kelly, three innings, two and runs, four, two walks, and one strikeout for USA in the WBC against Columbia. He didn't look that great, and he labored through it. And this is kind of why you don't draft Tobies, is I think Merrill Kelly just doesn't have electric stuff, so when he isn't you know, amazing, or he isn't like on point. It's very, very boring. I mean, this is again, analyzing a spring training essentially start here, but I think this gives you an indication of the skill set of Merrill Kelly and why he's not worth your draft pick in a 12 team, or you can find someone like Merrill Kelly on the waiver wire if you really want that in season. Don't worry. Aaron Nola went against Luis Severino and Nola did great. 3.2 3.2 innings, four in runs, two hits, two Ks, and seven strikeouts. And he's doing something that we saw at the end of last season, and it really looks like it has made itself clear to be a part of his arsenal and his approach this season. And I'm going to tell you what that is for Aaron Nola after this break. What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. You want to know what it is for Aaron Nola? It is a cutter. He went 6 for 15 on cutter whiffs. And you're like, wait a second. He doesn't really throw. That's It's like fastball, sinker, changeup, and curveball. And now he has this cutter. He increased its usage. It was sub-10% for most of the year last year. And then the last couple of games, he was pushing it over 10%, sometimes around 15%. And that's what we saw here a little bit more than that uh, against the Yankees. And Aaron Nola getting whiffs on it, his, his velocity was a little bit down, but having a cutter for, for Aaron Nola as another pitch that gets strikes with is actually really important because the changeup has let him down a bit. And then those cases, it really would be two pitches with just the curveball and the, the fastball. So having a cutter actually can be a major addition for Aaron Nola. I really like this. I was already in on Aaron Nola. I'm just more in, I guess. I don't know. I I, mean, I feel confident that I placed him above Wheeler, Noel, uh, um, Wheeler, Scherzer, and DeGrom now because I just feel much better about the 200 innings that he should get from Aaron Nola. Uh, Luis Severina, 2.1 innings, 4 in runs, 2 hits, 3 walks, 4 Ks. He didn't look good in this one. He had moments, but his fastball was not well commanded. The slider had decent locations at times, and then the changeup was a bit floated. This wasn't good, uh, Severina. I'm not, really, um, I'm not really worried about it. But uh, this wasn't a good one for Severino. Hopefully, just in the next one. JT Brubaker went uh, 4.1 innings, four and runs, four hits, one walk, five Ks. I know the the in the deep boys, more like Jordan White, is a fan of Brubaker in deeper leagues. It's, it's really lean, leaning on the uh, slider and the curveball there. I think it's all kind of pedestrian. Only five out of 68 whiffs in this one. It's just not enough from JT Brubaker. So I don't really think you should be going after that. I mean. My rule of thumb is you have to have two elite pitches. I really think that Brubaker just has one in the in the slider, and that's just not enough, especially for a non-winning team like the Pittsburgh Pirates. 
Kevin Gosman was on the other side. 3.1 innings, zero in runs, two hits, two walks, and seven Ks. Oh, his splitter command was insanely good. He's ready to go. Yeah. Kevin Gosman looks very, very good. There's a temptation I have of, like, putting Gosman ahead of all the injured guys. <laughs> like, putting Freed and uh, really pushing down, like, Wheeler, Scherzer, DeGrom, like, all the way to, like, 18 or something like that, which I know is so extreme and so ridiculous. But it's also like, well, Gosman's going to go, like, 180. And that not that better? I don't know. You don't have the the question marks around him than you do the other ones. It's just, it's just a it's just a thing to think about. Um, don't let ADP that has been uh, set initially in October still affect you dramatically in your drafts. Now it just makes it so like you can just feel good getting Gosman later. Okay, speaking of uh, elite pitchers, you have Justin Verlander as the last one we're going to mention. I know this might be like a ten minute podcast today. Uh, five innings, zero in runs, one hit, zero walks, and eight strikeouts. He was down 1.5 ticks, but likely by design, and then he ramped up as he went on through the game, as Verlander does. Seven out of 32 whiffs still, regardless of the uh, of the lower velocity. Still seven out of 32 whiffs on the four-seamer, which is like a 20% swing strike rate, so like a 22. So yeah, everything is good for Justin Verlander. Feel nice having him, I think, as my SP7, 6? Something like that. Um, I'm I'm totally fine chasing Justin Berlander this year. I was really worried back in October, and I'm not anymore. Sign me up. Okay. That is going to do it for this edition of the Plus Pitch Podcast. I know there really isn't much to talk about today. There are fun games happening today. Read Demers, please be 95 to 97. Also, we launched updates on PL Pro, and I know you're looking for a discount code yesterday, but it's now live. It's ADC Live. All caps. For getting Peel Pro yearly, you get 20 bucks off. Go check out that article on the site for all the extra information. Also, we're doing an underdog fantasy draft at 1 p.m. today live on Twitch. So if you want to check that out, if you hear this uh, before 1 p.m. or actually just like at 1.30 or so, you could sign up. It's a it's a pretty cheap one. Uh, you can do a best ball draft against me and win some actual money if it's, uh, of course, legal for you guys. And uh, as always, do this responsibly. Um, but uh, But yeah, that is it. So, uh, thanks so much for listening to the Plus Switch Podcast. Make sure you rate and review all of that. But that is it. So, my name is Nick Pollock. May your babbits be low and your strikeouts high.